Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Blind Entrepreneur. I'm with my good friend Rafael Yashayev. He's 22 years old, he's the co-founder of GoPuff. GoPuff is looking to make delivery easier by revolutionizing the industry with under 30 minute delivery times. They run 24 seven and are able to buy just about anything and is easier than going into a store. So you can sit on your couch, order whatever the heck you want, and it's getting delivered by one of Rafael's guys. Rafael, how are you, my friend? How's your day? I'm very well. How are you, John? Couldn't be better. So let's do this. The first question is, tell us about yourself. Who are you, and what is your story? Hi, John. Yeah, my name is Rafael Shaifa. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I went to school to Drexel University, and my sophomore year in college, I was living with, uh, with my roommate, and we were just sick and tired of Grubhub, honestly. We'd, uh, we didn't want to use that service anymore. We're like, this is not really on demand. Um, so we started drawing out an app right then and there. In six months, we had, we had you know, a business, an app, uh, a small little warehouse with 100 items. We were, we were doing deliveries. We were our secretary. We were the delivery driver. We were the operation manager. We fulfilled every role in that company. But we grew. And uh, today, we're, we're delivering close to 4,000 SKUs in five cities. Yeah, and you also mentioned, uh, you know, off air that you're you're trying to uh, move into another city um, for every two months, right? And you're also Correct. in four cities now. Yeah, so so we're in five cities total oh, right okay. now. Yeah, we're expanding uh, to Denver as we speak, and it'll be a, a new city every two months, and that is a conservative measure. We'll try to beat that in 2016. Very cool. Very cool. So, you know, you mentioned briefly that you just hated using Grubhub. Um, Tell me a little bit about that experience. Like, at what point were you like, you know what, this this effing sucks. Like, I need we need to we need to come up with something better. It happened when we ordered. Uh, there's another uh, local company in Philadelphia. It's called Insomnia Cookies, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone loves their cookies. Great cookies, you know, Kalashina's dream. But when they come in two and a half hours, they're not good cookies anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, two and a half hours later, we ordered it from Grubhub. We were sick and tired. Sure. And we thought, no, that was it. There has to be a delivery option. It has to be less than 30 minutes. Our deliveries right now are taking an average of 21 minutes. So, I mean, we're in a good place, but, you know, late 2016, we want to promise 20 minutes or less, not 30 minutes or less anymore. Nice. So, you know, you mentioned about, you know, Grubhub. That's where the inspiration comes from. But right. being that you're, you're, you're kind of in the pseudo service industry, um, being that you're a delivery, where did that actually come from? Was that like a family thing? Was that a lineage thing? Like what? So uh, my parents are in the banquet hall industry. Mm. I've been working with my dad since I was 13 years old. I was a busboy. I was a waiter, manager. Then I ran one of his locations. And when I was in college, I was coming back every weekend to just make sure that everything is good, everything is running smoothly. You know, it's there since your baby. There since you were 13. That's all you knew growing up. Uh, but I knew I wanted something for myself. I didn't, never wanted to live under my parents' shadow. Never wanted to be like, oh, you know, this guy got it handed to him because you know, his parents had something they handed down to him. So I never wanted that. Um, I didn't learn exactly delivery, but I did learn warehousing. I did learn logistics. I did learn a lot of invaluable skills on in how to fire and hire people. So that really uh, positioned me well for success for GoPuff. Mm. So, so tell me a little bit about the early struggles of GoPuff and, you know, what was it like starting this thing up? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't easy. So the the key difference between us and everybody else is that we warehouse the goods and then deliver it to you. So we have to own our own stock as opposed to going to the store and buying it. And by finding the right warehouse, I mean, the first warehouse that we had was, you know, in the hood in West Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we had to move there after two months because there was a drive-by shooting. Someone died maybe like three feet away from our warehouse. Jesus. So in a matter of a couple of days, we found another warehouse in Center City. We moved over there. I mean, it was still a fairly small one. Yeah. Um, Advertising, we had our own car. We were driving away, giving free lighters with bottle openers to people in exchange for downloads. We were doing every guerrilla marketing possible. We had no money. I mean... We had uh, the phone routing to uh, to the location and routing to our cell phone to pick up. Nice. We were picking up as an operation manager, as a secretary, as a driver, whatever we had to do. I mean, it was just uh, myself and my partner today. You know, we're comfortable and we have you know close to forty full time employees and thousands of independent contractors. But in the beginning, it was just me and him. Yeah. So uh, we just had to kind of fake it till we made it. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And and that happens far far too often. And so you know, being that you have forty employees now, and and being at the uh, the wise old age of twenty two, <laughs> you know, what is that? What is that like? Um, with you know, I'm sure you're hiring people that are older than you. I'm sure you're managing people that are older than you. You know, tell us a little bit about uh, that experience. I mean, uh, I lead. Uh, I try to lead by example. Um, Again, we're, we're two years old. We have a lot to go. We have a lot to grow. But if I'm not here every day, if my partner's not here every day, if we're not hustling as much as we should be, then everyone around us uh, won't be hustling as hard either. Uh, it doesn't come down to age. It comes down to commitment level. We only hire people that are ready to take the ultimate step, the ultimate sacrifice, whether it's a big pay cut, whether it's you know the longer hours. We have people that have turned down you know huge offers from other companies to stay with our company because they... They like the potential. They like the future. And that's the kind of people we look for. Mm. People that are just building into your vision. Yeah, absolutely. We have a, we have a manager here. Uh, this actually happened two days ago. And he said, I have a, a younger cousin who really wants to work for the company. Just give him a chance. Give him an interview. I'm like, yeah, sure. It was 4 o'clock during the day. This guy lives in New York City. He gave him a call. In two hours, he was here waiting, just sitting there waiting for me to interview him. Nice. I don't even do operation manager interviews anymore. But... This guy just like from a phone call just drove all the way here, took a leap of faith. Let me try with these guys. We hired him right on the spot. Nice. That's what I look for. Someone that's willing to take those extra steps, willing to, you know, go beyond, you know, the reasonable doubt. Yeah. Now, you know, being uh, you know, one of the co founders, um, do you find it difficult to, you know, kind of delegating tasks being that you're you're the, the head honcho, one of the head honchos and you know, all these other employees that are that are under you? That was probably the hardest uh, part for me, you know, giving up a lot of the things. Uh, you're, you're so used to doing everything by yourself or by yourself with your partner that it's hard to give it to somebody else and then imagine that they're going to do you know, as good or a better job because you've been doing it for so long. Mm. But once you start delegating one task, it becomes easier and easier to delegate more. You just have to trust your employees. You hire them, you have to believe in them and trust that they'll do a good job. So tell me about um, what was that moment when you were like, Hey, uh, like, what was that rhythm like when when you're like, okay, the delegation, okay, I got it. You know, you had a successful delegation um, aspect. Like, what 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 has helped you along that process? It's when we expand, we're expanding to our third city, mm-hmm. and I realized that you know I'm just not sleeping at all. I'm, I'm talking to developers, I'm working, I'm this and that, and it's becoming so inefficient. So I was like, some of the little tasks need to go. And when I get I got rid of the little tasks, the, the bigger tasks started going as well. And so I can focus on expansion. I can focus on, you know, introducing products that, you know, will directly impact the business in a positive way. Mm. Once I got rid of the little stuff, the easier, the, the bigger stuff started coming along. So I guess if you could uh, give a suggestion to, to the people that are listening right now, it's just more so delegate 
small task first and don't don't just delegate your whole no the big the big tasks are always stay with you i mean there's certain things like uploading products Mm -hmm. that today i can delegate to whoever i want but i still do it myself Mm -hmm. i still make sure that every product that goes online is perfect and the photoshop is done right that's something that i'm not willing to delegate i mean it takes hours out of my day but it's what the customer sees it's you know it's it's our storefront is our app so I want to make sure that each product that goes on there is perfect. Each price is placed perfectly. That we're exactly competitive with everybody else. Maybe I'll delegate it in the future, but today I'm not willing to do it. Understood. So tell us, uh, you know, being a, uh, one failure that you that not really your fault, really, um, but just the, the the unfortunate drive-by shooting that is uh, at your first location. But tell us about another another failure that you've had, and you know, how did you overcome it, and what did you learn from it? So when we were expanding to our second city, we had, uh, I think, three full-time employees at that point. And uh, we had a bunch of independent contractors, but three full-time employees. And one of the guys we were training to run uh, Boston as a regional manager. Mm. When we got to Boston, it was just me and him. We weren't exactly sure how we were going to expand yet or the struggles we are going to have with expansion. So a couple of days into it, he's like, I'm only going to stay here if you give me an equity cut in the company. I want 10% of the company. So at that point, I, one, I don't like when anyone threatens me or puts me in a position where I'm not comfortable. If, if you deserve an equity cut, I will give you an equity cut. Mm-hmm. Asking you know, anyone in that manner is not a good thing. So you know, I called his bluff. I told him, you know, you go uh, kick rocks. Like, I'm leaving. I'm like, leave. So I got stuck in Boston for three months managing Boston myself, figuring out Boston myself. And it was honestly uh, the best and worst thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. The best because I learned firsthand all the problems with expansion. I learned exactly what needs to happen and what needs to not happen in expansion. If it didn't happen and I was there only for two weeks and then left them alone to handle it, I would have put myself at risk of you know him telling me what's wrong instead of seeing it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So when anywhere and we expand to another city, I can easily say, okay, do this, don't do this. This is what you should get. This is what you should not get. And it played a pivotal role into uh, making our growth manual, which is a go-to for everything for expansion and growth of. Mm-hmm. So. So tell me a little bit about the uh, the habits that have helped you become more efficient throughout your day. So I don't go to sleep until four in the morning anymore, <laughs> at all. Uh, it's uh, it doesn't work for every founder, but for myself, my developers are over in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I have an entire team working now. There's 25 full time people. So the people that I said are full time for GoBuff are not including developers. We have 25 full time developers in Ukraine, and I'm speaking to them at three in the morning every day. So at 3 in the morning, I'm speaking to them from 3 to 4. I go to sleep at 4. I wake up at 9 and come to work. And that's, you know, day in, day out. It's just building habit. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not here, then I'm in another city. Again, I'm trying to travel. I'm trying to see everyone. People see you, and they work a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's all about leading by example. I'm, I'm a strong believer in that. So what are, what are some other examples of, of like a habit, you know, obviously going to bed and at a specific time talking to developers, but is there anything else that have, has made you successful, you know, whether it's like eating right, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, going to the gym or reading or whatever it may be? Yeah. Um, for me, I just started, like, I, I loved, uh, you know, MMA and I love Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I did that for close to my whole life. For the past two years, because things have been so hectic, I had to draw. I had to sacrifice everything. Mm-hmm. We 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 talk about you know uh, all fair about what it means to to start a business and to run a business. It means sacrificing everything that you know that you love. It's your health and everything else. Eating right did not happen for me. Going to the gym did not happen for me. Doing the things that I love and seeing the people that you know I care about did not happen for me. 
more most recently like a month ago i started back with mma and i started eating a little healthier but you know for me it was just do what needs to be done mm-hmm. and every day is a new challenge mm-hmm. so was there one specific thing i don't think so every day presented something new mm-hmm. you draw yourself a plan throughout the day like this is what i want to get done and then 20 other problems happen during the course of the day sure. you're like all right this is what i have to deal with this is what got thrown on my plate no i have to deal with this now yeah absolutely so um you know you you're talking about you know habits but what are some resources that you use every single day that you can't live without excluding GoPuff app um, but are there any other apps or are there any other resources that Uber you without a doubt yeah okay. Uber every day Uber's used uh, you know traveling uh, for, for everything else mm-hmm. I'm a member of YC uh, it's a founding council you can uh, you can go and speak to any founder you like you can reach out to anyone it's, it's really helpful when you're trying to get some advice uh, when you're trying to meet a new founder um, a connection of to facilitate a connection in any other city, uh, but yeah, Uber is probably the biggest one. Uber and Airbnb. Okay. Obviously, when you're traveling, using it all the time, we yeah. travel a lot. Yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about YEC. I mean, I'm familiar with it, um, but how has it helped you um, with, uh, with with your business? So uh, YEC's introduced me to uh, a number of entrepreneurs that were help. Uh, you know, very very helpful. Like one of them being. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just someone is calling me. Good, uh, one, one of them being uh, Zoomer, founder of Zoomer. And uh, what he does is he facilitates delivery for restaurants. And it's not that I'm going to use him in the future, but he gained a lot of key points that I thought I knew. But, you know, there were in addition. I helped him with a lot of things that he's having a problem with his business. But he in turn helped me as well. Mm. So something that you thought would be a partnership or a connection can help you, uh, you know, expand your business in a better way mm. in terms of, you know, you might know something, but he might know something a little, a little better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you talked a little briefly about your about your daily life, um, but tell us a little bit more about when does it usually begin? What do you do throughout the day, and when and when does it usually end? So, it usually begins right around nine a, uh, nine a.m. So I'm later than everybody else. People founders usually wake up like a seven six a.m. But just because the nature of going to sleep at four, it's tough to wake up at six. Mm-hmm. Um, but every day is like a ritual. I have my cereal every day. I go to work um, every day. Every time it's a new city, whether it's Philadelphia, whether it's New York, wherever it is. Uh, but it's pretty much the same thing. It's it's managing people. It's making sure that you no know, people are operating correctly, making sure that we're expanding in time. Uh, for example, we introduced hoverboards a couple of days ago. Mm. Uh, Against my better judgment, uh, my team said, "Let's order, you know, a few of them, see how they do, and then we'll we'll order more." And without knowing what, how much a product's going to sell, you don't know. We have a predictive growth algorithm built into GoPuff, so it tells us how much to order week in and week out, and it takes into account weather and you know previous spending habits. But with a new product, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. And running out of a product is the worst thing in our business. Mm-hmm. So we bought thirty-five hoverboards and sold them the second day. Hmm. So I, I knew it was the hot commodity. I knew it was popular. I guess my better judgment, you know, I went, I listened to my team, and then I'm like, all right, we'll we'll do a test. You know, sometimes you just got to go with your gut feeling. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But and and it, and it's also about pulling the right triggers. That hoverboard is a great one for us. There's a lot more that you know that were good moves. Yeah, interesting. That's cool. That's good stuff. Now, you know, obviously, uh, you know, being at a, at a young age and being a co-founder and, and you know receiving venture capitalist or uh, or at least uh, angel money, 
Um, do you believe that there is a formula in order to become a successful entrepreneur? And if Absolutely so, like, what, is it, what does it look like? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a formula, but I, I believe it's a lifestyle. So there, there's there's no, no, like people ask me all the time, right? how did you do it? Like, t- tell me how did you do it so I can do it too. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my path to success, and I, and I don't even consider myself successful yet. I mean, I have a long way to go. Uh, my path towards success is going to be different than your path towards success. But what I do have to tell you is that you have to, you know, give up everything. And it's, it's a newborn baby. It's extremely fragile. You have to take care of it every day. You have to feed it and grow it, and it'll expand. It'll grow and it'll mature in something beautiful. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the beginning, it's just nurturing, 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 growing, and you know, becoming something. So the blind entrepreneur was was created um, to show people and give people more insight about what's really going on in entrepreneurship. Uh, what are three pieces of advice that you would give to an entrepreneur um, that's either at a crossroads, just starting out, or uh, you know, what what would you give? What would you say to those people? So, so the number one is you have to fully commit to whatever you're doing. There's there's no doing it part time. If you have a full-time job, quit if you really believe in this. This is all you have to do. Two is you have to hire people that are smarter than you. Mm-hmm. You can't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to hire people that can, that can do a job right. And if they're doing a job right, get out of the way. Let them do what they're doing. And, and three is just you know sticking to, uh, sticking to the goal, sticking to the dream, um, leading by example. Mm-hmm. And showing everybody else that, you know, I'm here. I'm on the ground. I'm working. You should be too. Mm-hmm. That's it's great advice. So, the last question, and then we'll we'll end there. And it's my favorite. Imagine you just had the worst day of your life. You're down in the dumps. You're a little upset. Who knows what happened? Whatever that is, you're you're upset, and uh, you need to pick me up. What is that one food that will not only make your day better but put you in higher spirits? Have baked Ben and Jerry's without a doubt. What was it? Half baked Ben and Jerry's. Half baked Ben and Jerry's. Nice. <laughs> why? Why? It's also top seller. Honestly, and go puff. Really? Is it because you're ordering it all, or because? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I don't know. We sell more ice cream than any convenience store in Philadelphia. More than all the Wawas combined together, or the Seven Elevens. Ice cream is our best seller, but yeah, Ben and Jerry's half baked is uh, is number one for us. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, awesome. but in terms. In terms of when I'm down, honestly, what I do is I go on Twitter uh-huh. and I write in GoPuff. And I see, um, you know, if, if, and if anyone writes in GoPuff, I'm not going to even like brag about this, but yeah. it's one out of maybe a thousand people writing something about GoPuff is bad. Uh-huh. I see all the good responses and all the people that are happy and all, you know, the, the small things I'm doing for people. And it makes, you know, it makes me happy beyond belief, honestly. Uh, absolutely. Well, coming from the background that you have, it, uh, you know, I, I, I wish you nothing but success. And uh, congratulations on everything thus far. And uh, and again, uh, Rafael, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. John, thank you. Absolutely, man. Have a good one. You as well.